Okay, now we're recording. Uh, so this is the Farm Hop Life Men's Forum. Uh, <laughs> this is way different. This is weird. Um, uh, Chris is on the phone. Christopher of uh, Secure Coop, Secure Hello. Farm. And you might have to talk louder. Uh, hello. Hello. Um, and tonight we're talking about life ain't perfect. And Chris, yeah. Christopher's like, well, that's fitting because my internet doesn't work. That's why he's on the phone and not <laughs> whatever. Um, so we'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, Christopher, other than your internet not working, what uh, the share personal event? Yeah, so that was the big event. Is uh, lightning struck last week, and uh, we lost both power and internet. And uh, the power was thankfully we only about six hours, and then the truck. But the, but the, the lightning struck the pole right in front of our house. So it was like kaboom, you know. You you knew I knew right away what where it was going on. Holy cow! And yeah, um, and so we got to hit that hit that pole. They came out and and, uh, and the internet um, it, it it fried some the uh, the cable you know devices also in the in the pole both of the both the power and the cable uh, so I've had two technicians already and now I've got a third one scheduled for tomorrow because they had to first come out and make sure it's not your modem and then they couldn't tell that because you know no internet so no signal from the pole so I said ah it's definitely in the pole they came out you know later on and fix the pole and now they got to come back because it's still not working. I think it hit both pole and my motor. So, uh, it's just really frightening. Um, and, uh, I work part of the week remotely. So I was like right in the middle of doing that. And then, so this is where preparedness really came in. Yeah. Um, I have, I have a home a phone with a hot, with a data plan and a hotspot, uh, and, um, a uh, cell booster and it was just enough to you know, it wasn't perfect but it was enough to get me online uh, get me to back to working and that was nice and then uh, the interruption came right in the middle of work so I, I could do power after work was over we got power restored by um, I ran a 400 feet of, of extension cord which is really not recommended 400 um, feet? Yeah, yeah, that's the closest power outlet. And uh, when you're running that, when you're dedicating those extension cords, the, the, the concern is when you have the, the connection, are they going to be, uh, is there going to be like corrosion that is or, or crud in them that, that cause um, poor resist, poor contact, poor resistance and cause a fire? Yes. I walked along the length of that thing and I found two slightly warm spots. Um, you know, cleaned them out the best I could, but nothing was terribly hot. But that's that's the concern about doing that. And the other concern is, is you know, just just running too much current. So I also have a uh, where preparedness again comes in. I have a, uh, a current meter. It's called a kilowatt, and you just plug it into your outlet and you plug whatever into the kilowatt. And uh, so I plugged in our RV and uh, told them, okay, I told Teresa, uh, turn off. The air conditioner, but just running the fan, make sure the fridge is going. Um, and so we had lights, internet, uh, well, no internet, but we had lights, um, uh, fridge, you know, air conditioner, not air conditioner, fans, 
And so just the basics. And I watched the kilowatt, made sure that it didn't go over, you know, 10 amps. And so we never were at risk of, of uh, starting a fire there, which was nice. Uh, and we had, uh, you know, power not too long after things went down. So that was uh, that was just beautiful the way that worked out. It had we did have, if we didn't have um, on the neighbor with with uh, that was 400 feet away, we've got four inverters, two generators, and I'm working on some solar. So those will be insane. So it was it was just really nice to it was, yes, it was a lot of inconvenience. The kids were frustrated, and you know I, I can't get on the internet. And it was also. You know, uh, just just first world world problems, nothing serious. Right. Um. Yeah. So we'll we'll make we'll make do. We'll figure it out. But yeah, life ain't perfect. <laughs> it ain't perfect. Uh. So while yeah. while you, I pulled up one of my uh, electrician apps, and I did a voltage drop calculator. So, uh, yeah. any idea of what gauge wire your extension cord is? They would have been 14s and 16s. I couldn't say exactly, but they, they would have been any better than that. I, I guess um, 14. The kilowatt said, yeah, the kilowatt said um, 110 volts, I think, on the end, which would be under the 120. So I lost like 10 volts, but everything powered up. You were still getting, after over 400 feet, you were still getting 110 <laughs> volts? You got it. I don't believe you, dude. My little calculator says that <laughs> cop, copper conductors, because um, extension cords use copper, four, 14 gauge wire, 20 amp. Uh, no, it was like five amp. Like not, not the draw, the supply. The supply is probably like 20 amps to like. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, the supply was 15. 400 feet at a, and the so, voltage at source 120 volts it should have been like a 50 volt drop so you should be getting like set 69.7 volts my my camera can't focus i'm trying to show the show the calculator but i'm i'm uh perhaps we didn't have that Perhaps the, uh, the the outlet is, is high, uh, you know, higher voltage than typical. I show. Uh, yeah, maybe uh, it fried the regulator. Yeah, you know, when I did the same uh, calculator, I did a I show a nine percent drop, which is what, which sounds about right. If it was one twenty minus nine percent, mm. it's one hundred nine. Yeah, it's about, I got hundred tips. So, <laughs> I was show, uh, I'm showing a forty one percent volt drop. So. <laughs> Whatever. I'm glad. Well, I'm glad you weren't getting 70 volts. Uh, that would have yeah, done you no yeah. good. That would have done us no good. Yeah, I came up. Everything came up, and uh, and uh, so um, I was happy with that. When I went online, when I got when I got everything back, I got, I got better extension cords. <clears throat> um, you know, just to have a spare uh, set and. Uh, yeah, and uh, the um, and so if we ever have to do it again, I'll use those. Yeah. Sure, good. Yeah, yeah. Um, for me, uh, I was supposed to have a like a excavator 
it with like and an operator show up on Saturday, but he texted me late Friday night saying he and his family got COVID, and I was like, "Oh, you're killing me!" Uh, I've been wait, I've been wanting. <laughs> I, I I gave up on my first guy, and wanted to ended up hiring somebody else, and then he went and got went and got COVID, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Now I'm thinking about just doing it myself, <laughs> like. I can rent an excavator for like a mini axe for a weekend for like a uh, couple hundred bucks, six, six, seven hundred bucks. Probably I was planning on spending upwards of like 2,500 to hire this guy, just like have it done, have it done right. And not yeah. even like the hard parts of like making it like, like doing landscape timbers or, um, or all this rock, crap that i'm that i'm doing like i was still gonna end up doing that after the 2500 dollars, and so i'm thinking no i'm just gonna do it myself and uh <laughs> i got i got a bunch of fence posts stained or fence rails stained um so those were gonna start getting put up and i just found out this evening that the first set that i like from the first rail to the set like Sorry, first post to the second post is longer than my rails. I'm like you dicks, <laughs> you had one job. Don't go over twelve feet. And what did you do? You went over twelve feet. Uh, so I'm gonna have to figure figure out a solution there. And then yesterday I had my launch slash announcement of the of my collaboration with uh, some people I have interviewed. Yeah um to do the t-shirts yeah it's uh it, i'm nervous like i hope it works <laughs> so i've already i've already put in a decent chunk of money into into this so hopefully it pays off nice but yeah so first yeah. first one gets revealed next week I didn't see the detail. I saw the video, but I must have missed like some detail. I couldn't watch the video. That's right. Because I'm streaming. Oh, what are the uh, details of that? Um, so if you if you saw the video or didn't see the video, but you could like read the text, basically all the text is in the video. Like that was my basically oh, okay. my my script. Um, okay. so you'll be able to. I'm gonna announce announce the shirt like on Sunday and like the clip that's related to it like how it came about on Sunday and then the design gets released Monday morning and then I'll do videos throughout the week. Just kind of like, Hey, blah, 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 little thingy, blah, blah, blah. Check out this shirt. And then uh, you can only order it until Friday at midnight and then I'm closing it forever, forever and ever. And then next month, next Sunday starts all over again. Oh man. So I'm doing five consecutive weeks like that. Wow. Yeah. 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 Okay. So I'm going to be watching because I'll be, I'll pick up that shirt. Hey man. Thanks. Appreciate that. Yeah, of course. You got, you got five to choose from. Hope you, hope you like whatever one you buy. (laughs) If you're, if you're sticking with one. Interviewing an Australian homestead. I've got a really good friend uh, in Brisbane I talk with regularly, and uh, 
she's moving to the, she's marrying a guy here in the United States and she's moving uh, to the United States. Hopefully she hopes. So, ah, okay. She, uh, uh, she'll probably like the Australian, the Australian one then. All right. Yeah. Cause yeah, the homesteading is in her, in, is her desire. She loves to garden. And so she's like hoping to move to Missouri and do homesteading and, and, you know, leave the, the totalitarian state behind. She's looking forward to that. That's funny because, uh, the lady I'm working with TJ, uh, she's also yeah. near Brisbane. Okay. That's kind of funny. Yeah. Um, so life ain't perfect. And I had a lot of things in mind when I made this topic and did not get around to doing a like a any of the show notes. So we're you're can you're entirely on your own uh for whatever right. that means to you. Uh off the top before I explain what I had in mind. Um, why don't you tell me what that means to you? Life ain't perfect. Um, you're going to have, like, what is, is Mike Tyson said, you know, like, everybody has a plan so you get punched in the face. Yeah. Yeah. So you're just, your life is just, it's full of uh, variations and there's, there's you know, uh, infinite variables that come at you at any given moment. And some of them are to test you and some of them are to uh, just because of people being stupid and some of them are just life and some of them are fortuitous and some of them are good. And so you uh, just roll with the punches and, and the way I cope with that is preparedness. That's... That's good. That's good. That's a good yeah, cope. Yeah. Could be could be a lot worse. Could be a lot worse. I was I was kind of thinking about like how we all have kind of like our ideal we all have our ideals, right? Um yeah. You know, I want this thing a certain way. But we often um Oh man, what is the word? It starts with a C compromise we often compromise yeah. on those ideals and we never quite very very rarely do we reach uh our ideals and that's just that's just how it goes like i'll give you i guess i'll give you a couple like examples things i thought of like you know uh i know i'm supposed to eat better and i want to eat better but i don't because i'm lazy so I just do good and I just do good enough. Like, oh, I'll, I'll just not eat, you know, the, like the pie from the farmer's market. My wife brought home the next day. Yeah. I'll, I'll just have a small piece of pie. And then the next day, right. I'll just have another small piece of pie. Like I'm not eating <laughs> a lot of it. Like, and then, um, you know, it's calling you. it, it kind of, well, I was like, man, when was the last time I had a strawberry rhubarb pie? And, <laughs> and so uh, the answer was probably never or like when I was a kid and it had too much rhubarb in it and it was gross. So, and like, you know, it, I mean, you could take it all the way to like, you know, the condiments that you use or this other stuff that you eat. Like, you know, there's a whole like seed oil, uh, hate out there which i can totally get and understand or um 
like high fructose corn syrup and stuff and all these all these things like yes i know i'm not supposed to eat that stuff but lately i've just kind of been like lazy i've just been like look i'm just i'm just getting by with on, on certain <laughs> things right now and we're just gonna this is just how it's gonna go for a second i can i can pick up the pieces later you know what i mean yeah i know what you mean What do you what do you yeah. think about all that? No, it, it, because because life is it's because it's just simply not possible to do absolutely everything. You know, you must do, you should do. And, uh, I say that. Um, I, I think it's in theory possible. I should say it's not entirely possible. But we'll, we'll just back up a step. It is very difficult to do everything you know you should do. Um, a lot of times things just just give, you know, I'm going to work on my health and oh crap, I slipping on my health and uh, I'm going to work on my uh, side gig and oh crap, you know, now my family uh, is taking hit, you know, so yeah. <laughs> there's, so many there's so many compromises. Right. I'll tell you, I'll tell you a big compromise that I made. You could even call it like a type one error. Um, I've always wanted, I'm, I'm really into alternative building methods. I think conventional frame, like con conventional constructions, uh, awful and, uh, yeah, yeah ser serves no long-term like purpose or use. I really like rammed earth. It looks awesome. Uh, if for people, yeah. if, if you don't know what it is, it, it just look, sometimes people call it like engineered sandstone and that's kind of what it looks like. It's cause it's got the layers to it. It looks pretty rad. Um, we do not live in a rammed earth house uh, because of because of time. If I had yeah. all the time in the world, uh, we would absolutely live in a rammed earth house on this property and not another piece of property. Um, but we got we we still like this house. Um, we designed it and stuff, but that was just one of those like, okay, so you got your ideals and you, you just can't, can't reach perfection. Yeah. 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 You can, you can, you can compromise, um, but you can also compromise, uh, without taking, making too much of a, uh, uh, using compromise in the negative term sense of the word like you know like uh, um such as when a dam is compromised you know when yeah. a dam is compromised and it all spills over um but it, the balance is just seeking to uh you know if you're going to let something go you don't let it go entirely totally go right you gotta let you gotta you gotta hold on to it and, and maintain some level of it yeah and, and, and that's a challenge. Um, not gonna lie, challenge. What are um, some other compromises that you've made or had to make? Or yeah, well, when I was in the grips of fatigue, and I'm still kind of in and out of that sometimes. Like today was a pretty rough day. Um, the compromises there are. You know, I'm just going to spend a little more money to do something that I probably could have done myself. Sure. And, uh, yeah. Although today, this evening, just before I came on the podcast, 
uh, I was working on my wife's cell phone, replacing her battery, and I thought to myself, I could be paying somebody to do this. <laughs> <laughs> working on a cell phone is just hateful. Yeah, it so, is. There's so many things. I tore the um, the uh, fingerprint sensor cable and uh, oh, no. screw. Yeah, so and the back was already shattered, so it crumbled in my hands. It was a mess. But uh, she now has a new battery, so I'm glad about that. Um, yeah. So, so but, but in the history of this, this fatigue, I, I really, um, oftentimes there's things I probably could have done myself and just said, no, I'm going to hire somebody. I'm exhausted. Um, and that, you know, we could be further down the road financially than we are because of that. Um, and it was just, you, just, you look back and you go, okay, how can I do that differently next time? How can I do that better? Or was that the right decision? And you don't, and I don't, I don't uh, second guess myself all, all that much. Kind of know when I've done something wrong and, and just move on from it. But um, yeah, that's 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 been my life for the last like fifteen years. It's just raw. I can't do everything. <laughs> no, you you kind of reminded me, uh, you know, not doing everything yourself. I. Um... I am not handy on vehicles. I, that's kind of like my, almost like a blind spot to me. Not like, it's just, yeah. I don't, I don't have a terrible amount of interest to improve on that. And, yeah. um, it's just easier for me to hand it off to somebody and say, here, change the oil and, um, look it over, see if, uh, See if it needs some work or whatever, and just hand yeah, it over to absolutely. like somebody you trust. Like, I just it, that that's one of those things that it just does wouldn't bring me joy. Like doing that. Like I've changed oil before. I even like I worked at an like a uh, what do they call it as a lube tech uh, in my teens, and so like I know how to do it. I just don't don't care to um yeah and it's a good excuse to have somebody else like look it over like when so like my truck has like one hundred sixty thousand miles on it um i mean stuff breaks at that mileage and so i want to bring it in routinely and have it looked over right 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 um now the flip side of that is it's wonderful when we have the, the income and we can do it. You know, we don't have to do it ourselves. But it looks like we're coming into at least a recession, possibly another depression. We're going to be having to be doing it ourselves. And I'll, I will have wished I had done more with cars. Um, you know, I've got just enough wrenching experience that I'm not intimidated getting under the hood. And there's not enough experience to know to not... Um, do like a dip with the cell phone and break the break some cable or something. Right. Yeah. Is it uh, I is it ideal to you to be living in two different um, travel trailers? Um, that is actually a a, yeah increases the uh, amount of maintenance we got to do the flip side of that is then we have redundancy so um 
where the water in the large RV was, was just coming out of trickle. Hmm. And the family was able to come over to the second RV and didn't use the shower. Uh, and then I found out, I got a, uh, by the way, get, add this to your RV uh, checklist, a blowout plug. Blowout a, plug? It's, it's a, yeah, a blowout plug. It's a, it's a little screw in. It screws into your water inlet and you put hook a uh, air compressor into it. it you can run um, ah, compressed okay. air through your line. Yeah. And I, it had some algae or blockage or something in there. And, and I ran the compressor. Uh, you had to do it twice. And now wife is just rejoicing. We have water again. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Helps clear your RV water lines during winterization and dewinterizations. Yep, yep. Hmm. You can you can remove all the water from your inlet in lines so they're not going to cause uh, you know they're not going to swell and break if you're storing it outside. But in our in our and I got it for that reason as we do have just enough freeze here to be concerned. But the other thing was um, uh, I used it to, to clear that blockage and man, it's going good now. So. Nice. Yep. Um, hmm. I forgot what. So, what was the what, what were we getting with that? You were asking about the how is that working with compromises and, and having to do things. Yeah. Oh, is it because of doing our own labor? Yeah. So I, you know, I've, I've got that awning, and um, I came home last week. I had put that new awning. I was, I was just just celebrating. Yeah, I got an awning now. I can walk out the front door and not get out. And then I came home, and it was a uh, uh, well. It was a big. It was a big puddle on the on the awning. Uh, oh, that is not good. It's gonna collapse. No, no, that's a lot of weight. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. It was holding like uh, like you know a uh, hundred gallons or something. It was like what? a lot of water. That's uh, like eight hundred pounds. Uh, I okay. It probably wasn't that much. Anyway, it was a lot of water. It was a big. It was a big puddle, <laughs> and I, uh, I was like, oh crap. So yeah, we've got we've got ourselves some some maintenance going on. I've got to put some new um, uh, skylights on. I'm gonna you know, replace you know, all the roof plastic, and uh, that way anything that could you know snap, break, and crumble on the roof is going to be replaced. We got a new roof roof coat coating, and um, but but the, I tell you what, though, I, I much much rather have RV maintenance than house maintenance. But just I've done, I've done trailer, you know, we lived in a, in a mobile home. That's close enough to a house that uh, that it made me say, you know what, I think I would much, much rather live in an RV. So, you know, you have so much less to deal with. And we're very comfortable, very, very comfortable. We, we all love it. And uh, so that's the way to go for us. That's interesting. Uh, I also hate home maintenance. Like, yeah. I guess that's another, like, life ain't perfect thing, right? Like, oh, cool. We own a yeah. house. Um, yeah. But then you have all this crap that comes with it. And people are like, oh, I'm sure people are like, oh, wah, wah. Like, you look at you in a house, Mr. King or Hill or whatever. And, uh, like, it's cool. But there's a lot of crap that comes with it. And. Yeah. When. So, like. You know, we've been making cars for a long time, but they still break. Uh, I feel like we should be able to have a car that doesn't break. We should also be able to build homes <laughs> that don't need maintenance. Uh, that's what I think. 
Like homes have yeah, been around well, for uh, tens of thousands of years, maybe a hundred thousand years or something. And uh, we, I feel like we could, we could do with a maintenance free home, literally, literally maintenance free. Yeah. Does one um, exist? I don't know that we would ever do that. Um, but, but now you're talking about money. So like, you know, you can do more durable materials. And so, you know, that, that old uh, saying about uh, that, that they called the iron triangle, like you can have yes. um, speed, uh, quality, and cheap, but you can only choose at most two. So, so yeah, it's, uh, it's a trade-off there as well. Everything's a trade-off. you got to just sort of think about what you're comfortable with. It's where's my energy level? Where's my income? And, and work with that accordingly. There's uh, on Bob Villa, six ways to make your home almost maintenance-free. Metal roofing, huh. vinyl yep. or plastic siding. That's not that. A couple times with a weed whipper and you're going to um, ruin that. Yeah. Uh, leaf yeah, guard gutters, uh, basically en like engineered decking, like tracks or whatever. Um, plastic fencing. PVC fence and uh, some sort of windows, cladded windows. I don't know what that means. Aluminum, maybe. Yeah. But um, that 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 doesn't. That's there's still a lot in there about that needs maintenance, like when your <laughs> refrigerator breaks or washing machine stops working. Yeah. So. Yeah, there's there's still plenty to do. Yeah. Um, I wonder though. I'm looking at the same article. I wonder if it's a matter of you have percentage-wise now, like you know, 25% less work because you have vinyl pipe, whatever. And yes, I've done I've done the same thing with the weed whacker cut into the side. It is not, but it also doesn't need to be painted. And and, and you know, as long as you can avoid, you know, have some skirting down the bottom, it probably hang on pretty good. That's true. So. Um, but yeah, uh, but that's, 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 that's what I like to hear. You know, Jack likes to, Jack Spierka likes to say, buy once, cry once. Um, he recommended those, uh, heavy duty water hoses. We picked up some of those and I've been very satisfied with those. Yeah, sort of like twice as much as anything else, but man, they really are going to last. And, um, and so you can, you can, you can see, I can see putting in extra money like that. I guess the ultimate there would be if you buy the cleaning materials, but you do the labor yourself. That's a good balance right there, if you can do the labor yourself. That's true. Yeah. There's an article here, and we'll, after this, we'll, we'll get off of the, the home stuff. Uh, GreenBuildingElements.com. It says, behold, the 100% maintenance-free house. And it looks interesting. Huh. Is this just a rendering or is this real? I'm not convinced that this is real. Ah, uh, let's see. Oh, I found it. Hmm, whatever. Um, so what... What... Um, oh man, I totally lost my train of thought. So let's... We could talk like medicinal stuff here for a second. Like... Yeah. Somebody... 
dealing with something and they just like pop a pill for it. It could be something even as simple as like Tylenol or whatever, like, I, cause I have a headache. Like, is, is that really what I want to be doing? Not really. Uh, right. Do I want right. to go get like a tincture or um, I don't know, eat like elderberries or something like that to make my headache go away? Yeah, that would probably be preferred, yeah. but I don't have elderberries on hand um, because I'm not there yet. It's a thing to improve upon when I get there. And I'll, I'll give you another example. Uh, I have a garden. And it's kind of crappy right now. I've been neglecting it like crazy for the last uh, couple months. And if if my mother-in-law wasn't out there watering it, I'm absolutely sure it would be dead. Like I, I um, had an issue with my sprinklers, and like I don't I don't have like in-ground sprinklers or whatever. I just like run hoses and have a couple of things. And they and this one of the sprinklers weren't wasn't working, and I thought about getting another one and then it just like got away from me a little bit and I just never, never replaced it. And so I never turned the sprinklers on and my lawn is 100% dead. Like it is so dry out there, <laughs> but Hey, whatever life ain't perfect. And, uh, right. Life ain't perfect. My, my lawn was already not perfect. So, so, not, so now it's just dead and I, I, I get to start over. <laughs> yeah. Just, just you rip it up and put in rocks. Just rip it up and put <laughs> in rock. Uh, yeah. I've seen, I, I'm joking, but people have done that. They're like, I'm done. I'm That's true. Grass, I'm going to put it, you know, put in rock. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, even if you did put in rock, as soon as you did that, you're like, cool, I don't have any maintenance, but then I don't have nice, soft, like it doesn't necessarily need to be grass. I don't have grass. I have clover and fescue, which I guess is a grass, but it's like a low, mow, low water thing. Um, like you just want soft, so soft textiles, like under your feet. Yeah. I'm so glad our uh, RVs don't face the road. If we can just do whatever, we got like weeds, you know, uh, uh, like, uh, I'll get to them. <laughs> yep, I'll get to it. That's, yep. I, I, I got that a lot. I'll get to it. Yeah, yeah, no one's going to complain. It's kind of funny, though, when, um, when it's inconveniencing other people, I'll be like, okay, yeah, it, I'll, I'll add it to the list. And then the second it inconveniences me, like <laughs> I go fix it right away. <laughs> like, so we, like I've talked about the chair that I sit in. Um, they're old and we, we have four around the dining table upstairs. And one of like the, it's a flat headed screw, like pan head screw because they're that old. And Someone must have like tightened down the, like they kind of like stripped the head of the screw a little bit. And so like, there's like a little like nub of metal that would like, could like catch your pants or like a long shirt or something like that. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, um, like my wife had complained about it and my mother-in-law complained about it, but 
finally I got around to sitting in that chair and it snagged like a pair of like workout shorts or whatever that I have. And I was like, uh, Oh, what the is on. I'm yeah. fixing this right now. Actually I did. So I walked <laughs> right out the, I walked right out the door, grabbed a file and like just took down that little, like basically like a bird, <laughs> took that bird down. And then I looked at my mother-in-law and I said, there, drag your ass across that. <laughs> she thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I, I had the same thing. And I, and I almost did that with my wife's phone. But I, but I was put it off again. And I was like, eh, you know what? It's overheating. Her battery is getting warm. And I've heard way too many horror stories of mm-hmm. uh, of lithium batteries just popping. When they get old like that, they get warm. They uh, the resist internal resistance rises, and charging it was it was you know causing not not her to burn, but it, but it was not really warm and concerning. I said I better um, get on that immediately because uh, I don't want to be you know responsible for a fire breaking out. So. Right. That's where that's where I'm I'm with you. Like if it's if it needs to be me that tends to to rise to the top. Um but when it's when I know it's going to be very dangerous for somebody that also rises to the top. I mean, I'm sure you're the same way. You're not gonna be so self centered that you're gonna only do your stuff that that bothers you. And uh, that's just how we are. Men that's what men do. We we look out for others, you know, we make sure that they, they're safe too. Yes. Um, and I'm trying to think, I might've went through all my, all the ideas that I had off the top of my head. Um, yep. And that's fine. And how we cope with it is back circle back to the beginning. We get with, we cope with that, with this, this variability and this, this life ain't perfect. It's by having this multiple ways of doing the same thing. And two is one and one is not. And, uh, you know, I knew I have my internet here that I said, okay, I've got to have a plan B when the internet, not if, but when the internet goes down. Yeah. Especially as I'm working remotely. Yeah. Especially as I'm working remotely. I mean, I could get up and drive to the McDonald's, but it takes a half an hour and, um, it's, it's just, uh, not, no trouble at all to turn on the hotspot and connect into that, do that, uh, you know, with power, with the, I uh, have the, uh, oh, I, I just got a, a, a fourth system, and I'm starting on that one. Uh, it was a, the price is very good. Got a guy down the road who was also off-grid, and he's moving, and he's selling some of his stuff. So I picked up some old batteries, and uh, that will cover the um, refrigerator and freezer if we should have a power outage. So they'll, they'll run on that, and... Uh, that, that'll be nice. So, yeah, just having multiple ways to do the same thing is just really your best way. And just accept that life is going to throw you curveballs and just be flexible. I mean, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. All. Did you ever see – I might not have shared uh, my my video on MeWe, but I, I had a – a podcast lined up in my, my internet, like my, I had no power to like to my area. And so I ran, 
I ran an inverter off my truck to my modem. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, just just so I could have uh, internet and do the and do the interview. So that was kind of that was kind yeah. of funny. When was that? Probably like two months ago. Yep, yep. Like that first interview I you did with me, I was I uh, I was powering off the inverter on in my car. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, um, you know, we got we got multiple ways of doing it, multiple ways of handling it, and um, and that way it becomes and and, and also it's the knowledge because like if I, I suppose if I was just some stuck in a third world country, you know, how am I going to make how am I going to afford an inverter and things like that? So just having, knowing now with the internet, there's very little reason not to, to know uh, alternate ways. Like, okay, my refrigerator's out, but I can, uh, but I, I uh, can, can can food or I don't have a refrigerator, so I can can food. And how do you do that? Oh, let's get, let's get on Google and learn how to do that. You know, so it's great to, uh, oh, oh I, I don't speak English. Oh, I'm going to learn English through the internet. There, there was a kid who actually did that. He, he, he went to the library, not the internet, but he went to the library, and his town was was uh, having a serious um, uh, famine is in Africa, and he, there was a fa- famine, and the, yeah, the town was just really suffering. The kid goes to the library and starts looking at books about window, and he doesn't know English, so he just starts to learn English. <laughs> He learned English, and then he learned the, the book, and he built a windmill uh, from parts from, like, the junkyard, scrapyard. There's a, net, there's a documentary, I think it's on Netflix, about this kid, the kid who, what's it called? Something about harness the wind. Yeah, the and boy who harnessed the wind. Yeah. The, the boy who harnessed the wind. Uh, and so it, it just reminds me that uh, even without stuff, when you when you have principles and when you have uh, thoughts and ideas and ways and knowledge and skills, you can work around your, your and, and create your own contingency. Yeah. You, you were talking about canning and it reminded me of how we tried to, we tried to do, oh, what the hell did we try to make? Cabbage, pickled cabbage, sauerkraut. We tried to, yeah. we tried to make sauerkraut, and um, it stunk really bad. Like I know sauerkraut doesn't like smell the best, but this stuff was like really bad, and so we like, <laughs> and then we we never tried it again. Like we never, we haven't, we just haven't got around to like. What, how, did we do it wrong? Like we sh- can we can someone yeah. teach us how to do this? Because we. Uh, we kind of need some hands-on help in learning. <laughs> well, you got, but uh, there we going back to compromise again. You've got so many things going on that it, for now, it would be just really simple. Just grab some cans of sauerkraut while they're still on. And the flip side of that is then you also want to practice it at least once, get it right so it doesn't stink. So that, you know, when, not if, the cans are not on the shelf. You can do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Agreed. 
Um, man, what do we? I feel like I'm tapped out tonight for some reason. I'm tap. I almost feel like I'm tapping out early. What do you? What do you want to cover that we didn't cover? Um. Oh, just you know, personal testimony. That another way that I, I personally uh, cope with and handle with uh, frustrations and things not going my way is I've got a good father in heaven that uh, looks over me. I, I can't I can't go by without talking about that. <laughs> that's that's fair. Yep, and uh, and you know, I, I have a strong belief in providence and how that works through our lives helps us that's, that's the pillow i sleep on at night and providence doesn't mean that i never do things uh it simply means that i don't worry so okay don't worry yeah but I still still get up and, and do things still gotta still gotta put the phone back together again still gotta you know put the awning back on the other piece so, right Still gotta build the solar system still gotta build the solar system or do you you yep. you must have access to uh, cheap solar panels where you're at, right? No, uh, yes and no. There was a paint company around the corner uh, in, in Savannah, which is about two or three hours up the way. I picked up a main panel from them, um, but this guy is was off grid, and he he just got a bunch of an eclectic mix of stuff. He sold me some old uh, tiny Harbor Freight panels as well as some um, golf cart batteries that are pretty worn down. Then I looked up online, how do you rejuvenate, how do you, um, not rejuvenate, but what's the word? Um, re, re, you, you, can, you can redo the, you can desulfate the, the place and, and the redo the, uh, the acid inside using Epsom salt. And hmm. you just need the Epsom salt, a charger, and some distilled water. So I got these old batteries and I got these old panels and I'm looking forward to the, how that's going to work. I'll probably get 200, 300 amp hours out of the, the whole set, which will be nice to cover the freezer and fridge for a full day or so while we figure out how we're going to power it. And, uh, you know, just it gives a buffer for short outages. So right. that would be nice. Yep. And it'll be a fun project. I mean, you know, to just to, to refurbish a... I, I, for whatever reason, I've always enjoyed refurbishing things. Yeah. Whether it's a really old computer or now I'll be able to do that with um, batteries. So, you know, taking old, old junk trash batteries. You can do that with just about any lead battery. And you um, just look up Epsom salt battery. And uh, it's a matter of like you, you uh, flush it out with, with baking soda. You um, charge it. You, you, you fill it with Epsom salt and water mixture and uh, charge it up and you just wash your voltages and it's good to go for another you know, 50,000 miles or whatever. So. <laughs> Is your battery low? I just heard it yell at me. <laughs> yeah, that was my walkie-talkie. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, that was funny. I was talking about battery and shouting about a battery. That's true. That's kind of... I did not know that about... Um, being able to restore yeah. batteries like that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And so that then, uh, lithium has been winning the war on, for solar power because for many reasons, and, and uh, but, but typically lead acid wins on price. And right. then you have the, 
the ability to rejuvenate your old batteries so that even extends the price, you know, makes the price even better. Sure. So, hmm. Yeah. I'll have to, that's kind of a, that's kind of a neat little hack. Four or five times. Yeah. You can do that sometimes three, four, five times on an old battery. So. Hmm. Yeah. Pretty cool. That's I'm looking forward cool. to trying it and I've never done it before, so we'll figure it out. We will figure it out. I'm I'm also looking yeah. at doing doing solar for my for my setup as well. Whenever whenever I get to that, I've got my eye on a RV uh, that is at a like truck and RV lot here in Missoula. Just haven't okay. haven't got up there to go check it out yet. So, oh, I thought you already. No, you haven't bought yours yet. Okay, so you're 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 still in the research phase. Still in the research phase. We are. Um, feel like we're getting close. I'm not sure what All we're right. gonna do for like a down payment yet, but we kind of have an idea of what we want to pay. Like spend. <laughs> Sorry, I got a hair in my mouth. Um, price like per month for like our monthly payments and whatever and. Right. Yeah, we still we got to look for the right one. So, yep, yep, yeah. We, I probably spent too much on. I'm no good at negotiating for anything, and I just like, you want to pay, you want to charge me 33,000? Sure, I'll buy it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I'm just no good at negotiating, and, and uh, so I think I paid more for our RV than I should have. But on the flip side, it's, it's definitely a fit for our family. Everybody's got their own sleeping area, two bunks, and uh, the uh, middle child has his own sleeping area, and they all have privacy. Um, it's got a full-size shower. Um, it's a motorhome with low miles. Um, needed a little bit of work, but nothing terrible. And uh, two sl- two large slide-outs. Uh, and um, queen-size in the back uh, with um, two air conditioners. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, I don't know. It's, it's, it was a, it was in, it was in pretty good shape. The guy had maintained it pretty well. Oh, generator in there. Nice. So um, yeah. So I think I got a, I think I got paid a little more than I should have, but um, nonetheless, it'll last us a good you know 10, 12, 15, 20 years if I'm careful with it, and uh, I think it'll save money in the long run. It just it just hurts up front to put that money in. But the nice thing about having all that is I, I could be like semi-retired in six years where the only expenses uh, are food and some electricity and insurance. Pretty much we've had all of our expenses covered. Um, we're starting to grow our own food. We've got some pumpkins. Yeah. Um, yeah. They were beautiful pumpkins. Uh, Seminole pumpkins. And... Um, we just got some pumpkins there, and uh, of course sweet potatoes. And um, so we'll be growing our own food, and we got just the solar will be generating part, at least part of our own electricity. And uh, the land is renting from mother-in-law, or, or you know, so there's that. So we don't have that expense, and um, it's going to hurt for a good six years. But then we'll be able to semi-retire, which is so exciting. So. Dang. And how soon yeah. did you say? Did you say like six years? Six years, yeah, to, to pay off the RV and and all that. So, dude, nice. Yes, sir. Yeah, yep. 
Um, and I mean, uh, I'll be able to at least relax. I, I shouldn't say retire, but you know, just not be as work as intensive. Gotcha. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's not a bad way to go. I was gonna comment on the. Um, you're not. You're not good at haggling or negotiating. Uh, that's a whole yeah. life ain't perfect thing. Like, ideally, you'd be able to. Yeah get a better price on stuff. But I mean, when I, when I bought my truck, uh, when was that? Six, six, seven years ago or something like that. Now I was like, I really wanted to not like, I really wanted to be under 20 grand and it was at like 21 or something like 20,900 bucks. I don't remember. doesn't matter. And, I'm like, hey, so how about uh nineteen nine? And he's like, nope. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> uh, he's like, I'll I'll take a hundred bucks off. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I really want this truck. Oh man. Let me guess you bought it last year. No, this was years ago. Oh, years ago. Okay. Yeah, you... I say, you know, like right right in the midst of this car crunch, you're buying a car that's awful. <laughs> I would, uh, if I could swing it, I would, I would yeah. buy a new car, a new truck, but, um, just can't, I, I'm not, I'm not dealing with $400 a month car payments again. Oh, absolutely. Screw that. Yeah. I, I hear you. Yeah. Once you do that, you're like, I've done it. Yeah. Over, over that. I'll just drive this truck into the ground or something. <laughs> just so. keep fixing it. Yeah. Get yourself a Haynes manual and, and, and turn the wrench on it. Exactly. Yeah. So let's see. Now you got me looking to see what kind of solar deals are are on like my local Craigslist. Like this guy's got a off grid solar system package for thirteen hundred bucks. And I was like, dang, that is oh, that okay. good? Is that a good deal? Uh it says run only it by me, I'll run it by me. Send me the link and I'll look at it and tell you whether it's a really good deal or not. Only selling it because I'm broke, and then there's like a bunch of details. So yeah, people in desperation—that's uh, not to take advantage, but um, that, that's always that's always good. It's not yep. perfect, right? But well, it's not perfect. It's not perfect. <laughs> well, um, wrapping up. What? What else? What do we do? We want? Do you have any idea what we want to talk about next week? Um, you know, we have floated some ideas in the past. I'm not sure yet. Just uh, be be brainstorming about it. But uh, yeah. I should have um, internet back. Won't be um, a, uh, a disembodied voice next week. So. I'm not. I'm not even sure if I'm going to publish the uh, the video version. It might just be an audio only. Okay. I mean, they're just looking at my dumb face for for an hour, so that's <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, right. why don't you tell people about Secure Coop and Secure Farm? Yes, sir. Um, so Secure Coop and Secure Farm. Uh, a, a brief background: I I work with a Fortune fifty company, very large financial company. I work with uh, 
IT department and I approached the problem of keeping chickens from a perspective, the same perspective as I do with companies where we're, we protect multi-billion dollar transactions on our servers and I thought, well, I can use those same techniques and principles to protect someone's coop. And so I've been building secure coop with, you know, monitoring it with tenancy and, and alerting and, uh, Everything like that, so that you your chickens are going to be just as secure for as a you know, multi-billion-dollar Wall Street transaction. So that's the hope. Um, and so, like, I, I'm so confident in my ability to provide something that is reliable and you know, uh, gives the person what they're looking for. That if it even loses their flock, I have a commitment to guarantee to either replace the whole flock up to 20 birds. So look at the website, you can go to securecoop.com and uh, sign up for the free, get on the mailing list, get a sign up for the easy book and, and get a free book and uh, I'll tell you when we're going live, which looks like it uh, could be the year. Yes. Get a coupon, um, farm off life sucks and get a coupon for security. You said rocks, not sucks, by the way. Uh, I said rocks. Farm hop life sucks. <laughs> in the in the bookmark or in the in the coupon code. Farm hop life sucks. Got it. Yep. Uh, and you are on uh, the member support paid with the uh, fee. Uh, you can combine that coupon as well. So that's a pretty sweet deal. Get coupons. I'll, I'll get a coupons. I'll be owing you money. Do the coupons what? You'll owe me money? <laughs> if, you get, if, if you get enough, you apply a coupon. I don't owe you money. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Eventually, just stack all the stack all the deals and whatnot. Um, Got it. Nice. And I am Matt DeRozier of A Farm Hop Life, a traveling homestead family. We've got our... 20 by 23 project coming up. That's where we're going to help 20 homesteads in the year 2023. And next week is when I'm releasing the first of five shirts uh, to try to build up some uh, some funds for that, that travel trailer. It's, it's not going right. to be perfect, but that's okay because life's not perfect. Yeah. We're going to learn to suffer in, the, uh, in this little RV. So... Really appreciate your support. Excellent. Well, cool, Chris. I got, I got, I got a bunch of stuff to do. So let's. Uh, All right. We'll we'll chat and um, figure yeah. out something for next week. Sounds good. Awesome. Thanks for being here, man. All right. Yes, sir. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.